Do you want to know what's annoying me this morning? Of course you do. Christmas parties. Well, I have to get at least one grump in before the big day and I've held off for long enough. We usually have two Christmas parties at work, lucky old us. A team one, wherein people who are usually paid to spend time together get to confront their tensions over a few drinks and an escape room. We lost the escape room. Not to dwell on this, but I really hate failing at puzzle-related activities, and it was most definitely my fault because I got cocky, didn't communicate well enough, didn't ensure we all focused, and generally, if it's not obvious, that failure is eating me up inside. So that particular team outing has been somewhat poisoned by my failings. So let us turn to the other, the bigger one, the company-wide thing. I have been to a fair few of these over the years. Just occasionally, really rarely actually, but enough to give a little hope, and we all know it's the hope that hurts, a party is actually really good fun. And shall I tell you the recipe for a good fun party? Of course I will. Ideally, it should be somewhere you can get to or from easily, or stay in a nearby cheap hotel. That way, you're not trapped there. There's something about being trapped at a party that almost automatically makes it fail. It should start quiet. I cannot emphasise this enough, but a party which starts too loud to be able to chat will replace the chatting with drinking, which means everything else in the party becomes accelerated. Let us stick with the good party first, though, to tell you how that runs because that party is nice and quiet. I mean, not silent or anything, and soon enough there'll be noise from slowly, drunken, headingly people filling the room. But if the room's acoustics are okay, that won't make it impossible to talk to your table. And the table is important, of course. There should be people you know at the table, but ideally also a few you only tangentially know or don't know at all. Random conversation should break out. Conversation which is not expected to be remembered, but is expected to be entertaining. This chatter keeps the worst of the boozing away for long enough during the quiet section of the evening, and the food can be enjoyed. All is good. And around the end of the meal, if the stars have aligned correctly, joy will be bubbling up just enough for enthusiasm to beat off embarrassment and ineptitude, and dancing will ensue. Dancing will be enjoyed and a good party will have been had by the time, tired and definitely emotional, the lights come up and the devastation that is the dance floor is thrown into sharp relief. But, as I said, this rarely happens. Either the music is too loud and you end up feeling isolated early on, and the joyous section of the evening drifts past, leaving you wondering whether it's possible to get out of here, only to ring round and find taxis will take eight years to come, so you might as well spend the last three hours sat about feeling miserable, because that's the best option you've got. Or, on one occasion, the food was so awful that there basically was only drinking. Hashtag disaster zone. As a sign, perhaps, the party was run by some company called something like Most Amazing Utterly You Won't Feel Your Feet Parties, which make you explode.com, something like that. We investigated a table decoration, an industrial baked bean tin with tissue paper around it. The nachos were frozen in the middle. Who manages to ruin nachos? The chicken was inedibly dry, and when I had a second glass of wine from a se separate bottle, I stopped the people round the table and asked them to sample each of the two bottles we'd been provided with which was supposed to be alike. It was clear one had been watered down, presumably topped up from the previous party. Anyway, that was not the 
most amazing, what did I say? Most amazing, you won't feel your feet to make you explode.com party by any means. And the problem of these parties, because you'll be beginning to wonder why I continue to go to them, is that just occasionally they genuinely can be wonderful affairs. Good times can be had. Memories of that last cocktail slurped happily with people you fleetingly regard as the best colleagues you've ever lived, dancing with a girl you've never met before and will probably have to apologise for dancing with if you ever find out who she was. Feeling all is right with the world and this time, this time you've found a company with all the best people in it. Those few moments make the other parties, the disappointing ones, all the worse. If only I could tell which are going to be good in advance, well, then I could spare myself a whole lot of yuletide annoyance. 